Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney, and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome back to another episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. This week, we're doing a video version of the podcast as well that'll also be available on the channel, which I would encourage you to watch in addition to, I think it's also good to listen. I think both experiences will give you something slightly different um, as you are going through your creative journey. Um, and your creative journey encompassing YouTube, Instagram, and the like. So today we're talking about five dumb mistakes I made my first year creating videos on YouTube. And this was a request from a post that I put out on, um, I initially put this on Instagram and then eventually shared it to the community tab uh, on YouTube. And it was a comment that resonated with me um, just saying like, this needs to be um, in a video. And so I thought about it and I'm like, you know what, that would be um, a great idea. Furthermore, let's go ahead and throw this also to the podcast as well, um, because I think it's important and, and it is not just going to be like one, two, three, four, five things, just to list them off, but really to dive in and explain where the mistakes were at. Why were they dumb mistakes and how they not necessarily could have been avoided, but where my thinking was off that led to the wrong decision. And I think a lot of people fall into these same spaces, these same categories. And so I think this would be very beneficial if you are new to getting started um, on YouTube, you're new to getting started in video and all kinds of stuff like that. So starting to the first one, I didn't spend enough time learning the exposure triangle to fix my video quality super important and on that triangle you have shutter speed you have the aperture and you have your iso all of these deal with light sensitivity and all of these also um, have their own unique characteristic about them that impact the quality of your video i guess i don't think i learned this better until like the second and for sure the third year, like it was a, I started re recognizing the problems and what I was doing wrong. And I think so much of that first year was, was like full of like imitation and trying to replicate somebody else's look versus paying attention to what was going on in my video and why that was wrong. So much of this is how I got on the video simplified concept because it was just too, it was nobody doing what I do which was simplifying it in a way so you can get it right and then get back to business of doing your business. So the, again, the exposure, exposure triangle triangle is the aperture, the shutter speed and the ISO. Okay. The aperture is dictated by the lens, not by the camera that by itself could have saved a ton of money because I would buy and look at cameras based on performance that I would see based on the lens. And I didn't know. So many problems was birthed out of this one singular thing. And it was an expensive lesson to have learned. The second thing that was dumb that I did was I bought cheap lights versus good lights. The first lights that I bought were the $8 
hardware clamp lights that people say you can get and you can do XYZ and they'll look quote unquote fine or good enough. They didn't. I looked like I was a deer in headlights and just as confused as the deer. That made it worse because now I'm trying to fix other issues that I have introduced in addition to all the issues that would exist simply from being new. And then I replaced those cheap lights with slightly more expensive lights, the $25 lights. And this was, I got one. Some would have a greenish hue to them. Some would have a magenta kind of reddish hue to them, red, red and pinkish kind of hue to them. Some of them were more color accurate. And I'm just like, forget it. I'm exhausted with trying to learn all of this stuff all at once. Right now, what I'm going to do is pick the one that looks the most decent and it seems about cheap enough. And that's what I did. The problem was, if you are going to use cheap equipment, you need to know how to make up for the differences and it's in its, in its faults. It takes a long, longer to learn <laughs> what to do on in addition to all the other stuff of the what to do's when you don't know what you're doing. Didn't know that. The third dumb thing, I kept searching the best cheap everything that ended up being a disaster, quote unquote, setup. So now I own a bunch of stuff and none of this stuff is working well together because I kept searching the best cheap everything and the best cheap everything doesn't look good when you don't know what you are doing. It is a disaster because you don't have the knowledge that would help offset the, the things that are wrong with the cheaper gear. And it's not necessarily always that it's bad. It's just that you don't have the information, nor do you really have the time. And by the time you get through fiddling around with so many different things, you've lost the any level of momentum to keep creating. And that's how a lot of people fall into a pitfall of quitting. I'm a little bit more adamant. I didn't quit. I just would dive in harder and faster and just go and dig in more. But a lot of people do fall into this trap and it makes them quit makes them quit because it's like whatever like enough like it's it's not even that serious like forget it i'll do something else so the best cheap everything best cheap microphone best cheap lights the best cheap camera the best cheap everything was turned into just trash in a bag number four so i kept buying whatever was recommended versus buying based on what i needed for my environment which is this office space when you add on that now I'm, I'm I'm also not only getting frustrated and tired, but I'm getting frustrated and tired that the things that I'm buying aren't doing what I'm seeing on video or other people's videos and stuff. It's just not looking the same way. And I can't understand why. And now I'm getting tired of spending and wasting my money and returning stuff because I'm like, Dad, what do I need to buy? So now I'm buying more stuff of just like, fine, I'll get the more expensive thing. And now I have just more expensive stuff that I still don't know how to use. And sometimes they don't couple well with the best cheap whatever stuff. Because sometimes you overlap gear that you don't need. And it just gets to be ridiculous. When I say what I needed for my environment, not once, not once did I sit down and think about what am I? dealing with it wasn't until later after buying all the stuff because i'm like this is stupid i'm like this is not working so what i had to do is like 
what is what is going on in my my space? What am I experiencing? Then you start to notice it's not like a what else do I need to buy? But it's like, what do I need to buy to offset the issue that I'm having? I would have lights, which is the cheaper stuff with lime green. Sent that back. Had the clamp lights, made a buzzing noise. That's introducing audio noises. It's hot. It's like there's no diffusion. I don't even know what's right to get. And then it's like the more the hookup and then I don't have that much space. And then it was all these different things. And I'm like, those go. Those go away. I'm like, okay, softbox lights. <laughs> so spend the money. Softbox lights. Didn't also get the kit and spend the extra dollar, which is usually not that big of a jump in price between the thing that's missing the stuff that you need and the thing that has everything and maybe then some of more of what you do need. The price difference usually isn't that huge. It's enough for you to save that little bit more and actually get everything of what you need. You're introducing more gear that's introducing more pain points instead of solving them for you. So I still did that, but I at least got semi close and I held on to the softbox light and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll add craft paper over the front and leave it at that. And that is what I will do. <laughs> that is what I would do in addition to the diffusion paper and stuff like that. And even that took a while. Number five, I recorded with my camera across the room with a shotgun microphone. This coupled with everything else was so stupid because again, I'm not taking into an account what are people's environment and space that they are in. It may be quieter. They don't have to deal with airplanes. They don't have to deal with jets. They don't have to deal with traffic noise. Maybe they don't have to deal with kids or something in the other room. They may have a whole other different scenario than what I am dealing with, which is a lot of hard surfaces. It's a much noisier environment and space. Because of that, I now need to figure out what should I use. I took that camera because I this is coupled on the shotgun microphone got returned not because that was actually bad. There's actually nothing wrong with it, but it's just the fact that it was across the room. It don't sound good in the sound treated space. It was across the room because I had also purchased a 50 millimeter lens, like everybody recommended. And on my camera at the time, which was the Canon T5i, that had to sit pretty much at the, at the door with me sitting in the corner of the room to get everything in uh, in the shot that I wanted, the framing that I wanted. And so I put the microphone on there. I don't even know why I th didn't like, but I just, I don't even know what I thought because I didn't understand the sensor sizes and how that works with lens, lens, focal lengths. None of this stuff made sense to me. I just skipped it. <laughs> so I bought the 50 millimeter because of the other tips of buying whatever was recommended. It's just the fourth tip or the fourth, fourth thumb, thumb thing. So I had this 50 millimeter, which equates to something like an 80 millimeter lens. That is what even the portrait photographers, they are outside and it's a good distance between them and like the talent and the person with the camera. 
these dumb five five dumb mistakes that I made were horrific because I even started off with the camera buying being wrong. I bought a Canon T5i kit. It wanted being something like 500 and something, 70 something dollars. And it included all hashtag all the things, right? You're going to get the telephoto and the wide angle lens adapter and a memory card reader and two 16 gigabyte memory cards and blah, 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 blah. Had I to do it again, I would have not bought new because I thought about the buying use, but I'm like, I don't know what to look for. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know if it's broken and I've bought something that I can't return. And now you're just out of the money and it may not be worth it. Like I didn't want to walk into something that I didn't understand, but I didn't realize even if you didn't buy it from somebody, you could buy it used from the camera store. You could buy it used from B&H, Adorama, any of those guys. And it, of course, will work. <laughs> Just like you buy anything else used, you know what I'm saying, or in the clearance aisle or whatever. If I had a, had to do it again, I wouldn't have got the T5i. I would have got the M3, Canon M3, um, since it was mirrorless. Because I ran into other issues deal, dealing with the audio preamps and DSLRs were horrible. So I wound up buying a Zoom H4, uh, H4n, and I was trying to do that. And so I had the Audio Technica that was XLR. And so I'm trying to feed that into the camera. And I'm trying, like, I'm just like, why am I complicating this? Why am I complicating this? I was always buying something, trying to deal with that or just leaving the music up and just letting it play for forever throughout the whole thing to hide that. I would have Canon M3, the Boya VY-M1 lapel would have been fine. I would have kept the kit lens, got some softbox lights that were dimmable, and that would have been all I needed to buy. Audio, lighting, and video. Just those three things. I didn't need to buy all of the other stuff that I bought, like a ground loop isolator, um, a Logitech webcam. I had a Canon point-and-shoot camera initially. Um, before the the T5i, because I'm like, well, those they those were said to be good because people vlogged with them, and so I, it didn't have a, a mic in, in, in jack or whatever. So I used to have to, it's like, it would be so complicated. I complicated it, but also at the time, just again, YouTube was not the YouTube that it is now. And there was nobody making videos in the way that I make videos for who I make them for, with the intent of what you know. What I'm saying like there there was no me, which is how I came around to dropping and the other stuff of what I used to do and just falling in love with this. Hopefully you got some value out of it. Hopefully it, it helps you to start to take a pause in your mindset and the state that your mind is in when you are making purchasing decisions. And for the goals that you have, are you cheaping out because the price is okay, like it's comparable, it's a budget-friendly thing and it, you know, it's fine. Or is it a cheap mindset? When you have rich goals, you don't have to be rich to attain them, but you do need a rich mindset. As I love to end all my episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it's how you set your sails. With that, guys, love and passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the video, Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thank you.
So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.